0: Welcome to WP Tonic, episode nine zero. That's a big one, 9-0. Come up on one hundred. Okay, welcome to WP Tonic. Here we are. We're going to talk about SEO and how it fits into the funnel. I've got Jonathan here. We had um, one of our guests today who was supposed to be show up uh, has laryngitis, so it's just going to be Jonathan and me. And we've got a, a group of pages we can look at. So if you're listening on podcast, you can also come up with WP Tonic or go over to. I guess it's mostly just WP Tonic this show today. Oh, also podcasters home. I'll probably put over in podcasters home on the, on the blog so they can find it there too. And you'll see the pictures behind this on the YouTube video. So
1: Jonathan, local SEO really important with the funnel. Why is that? Well, because if you don't get people, people can't find you through um, Google. They're not going to be able to um, go to your nice landing page and sign up for your nice newsletter and all that hard work that we discussed last week is gonna be for nothing really bill isn't it that's right and most businesses unless you're web-based are local aren't they bill that's right hey do you local. have your uh, google
0: Pl- your blab up right now
1: my blab yeah we're yeah. on blab we're on blab too oh god i need, I need to switch that off the, the sound. no you don't
0: have to you just have to take off the
1: sound Right. So um yeah, we're on multiple if you're listening to the podcast folks, we're on multiple channels. Uh, um so yeah, let's so let's talk about local because most businesses are local, aren't they, Bill? You know, they they've got a local clientele of some shape or form. Unless Either, you're a digital guy. Yeah. If you're in a big city or a smaller city like Reno or you're in Denver or you're in Sacramento, your business is probably local or regional. So S- local SEO is important because if you don't get people to if people can't find your service or product uh, on your website they won't be able to find your website but local search folks is a little bit different than national search it's a bit like going back it's a bit like um, email marketing folks you know Coding up an email template is like going back uh, to the early 90s when it comes to coding. And when it comes to local search, you're, you're going back into history a little bit. Why do I say that, folks? Well, directories are important when it comes to local search, folks. And what do I mean by directories? Well, Yellow Pages, Merchant Circle, that type of directory. Who really uses them now? Um, I've got to be frank. I don't. But if you want to come up in local search, um, you need to have the same address, name, address, business hours, all your your details of your business it needs to be consistent throughout all these directories. And it's you can do it manually, but I, it's takes up a lot of time folks, and b if you if you 're doing a lot you 're probably going to make a lot of mistakes you just are these mistakes can be quite damaging bill so to get around there, there are um, half a dozen um, services if you look do a search um, under local um, local directory input or something like that, some of these services to come up one that I found to be the most competitive that's from a recognizable brand is moss mozmo com, and they do a, a product called moss local and um you put your business name in and your zip code it checks the listing um and then it, um you can sign up i think it's i don't know what they're charging per year. It used to be around seventy dollars. And um you pay it's off. more than that. It's more than that now, is it? It's luck. He's looking folks. 2nd um, I'm just checking the business. Yep, he's looking folks. And um it's um it I think it's still one of the cheaper solutions around. And see they found my Bill co my co host Bill Conrad's wife's they found that. There's a, there are some other services that can do this for you, um, but they're more expensive. Um, do a search, and um, it'll be in our um, notes on the WP Tonic website. Um, basically, you fill in one form, and basically they push it to all these t- different free directory websites and they make sure that the, um, information is consistent amongst all doesn't happen instantaneous. It can take over. Oh, it looks like it's about $84. It's
0: not too bad. So
1: tell me what local management
0: reporting data, exporting and distribution insight.
1: Yeah. Um, so the others are quite more expensive, and there's some that offer it to do it a little bit cheaper. But then um, I wouldn't trust them really; um, they're not, they've got no brand recognition. Um, so have a look at that, folks. So that's one of the that's one of the big differences between national, regional, and local these directories. Because, like I said before, if you've got a national, you know, it's a digital product, you just wouldn't bother with this. Now let's go to the second one, folks.
0: Justin, quick question on. Yep. Uh, Moss, when they go yep. down to the bottom, they talk about Reputation Insight, and they have Foursquare, Super Pages, Yellow Pages, Yelp, Google, and Facebook.
1: Yep, they do a bit of that as well.
0: What are they actually doing there for reputation management? Just monitoring and sending you stuff when it pops, do you think?
1: I have no idea, actually, Bill. The last time I used them, they weren't offering that. So I think they just make sure you're registered. And that, Google- that, that account is set up. But I, I, I can't believe they're doing any more than that. But um, if you don't have an account set up, nobody can set a real, probably set a review, can they? Right. So that's a bit of a problem. Um, that's the other thing that uh, Bill's brought up a really good point. Uh, I'm going to go the review sites like Yelp. What was some of the others, Bill? Yelp, we got Yellow Pages, Super yep. Pages, super. Square, Google, and Facebook. Yeah, Foursquare. They're, they're all sites that you can probably leave reviews, and Google does look at reviews. Your average Yelp so Google,
0: score. It's like a, it's a dashboard or something.
1: Google looks at reviews as content, folks. Um, it sees it as a um, business that has, you know, good reviews or bad reviews. Google treats it as independent content, so it, it indexes it, folks. So – um Let's go on to the second main difference uh, that you should know about, folks, because you want to get people to this funnel and you want you want them to sign up for stuff or do something on your website. Now you spend a lot of time and money on your WordPress website, and you want to get some payback. So the second thing is Google Local. Um, they they change the name regularly, folks, but you I've. I think I'm correct in saying you've got to have a Gmail account and you've got to have a Google profile. So basically, you go in and you link your Google profile oh, yeah, to right. to um, a Google local page, and then you basically fill in the page they give you. And folks, fill it in completely. Fill it in as much detail as you can. Have a nice bio. Fill in the bio area Make sure all your details match up with the same details that you put in if you're using Moss and their local service. Make sure that everything matches. Make sure you put the right telephones, the opening hours. Put in a detailed bio which you write. Don't skimp on that. Upload some nice photos. You can even upload video. And um, maybe um, once a month, after you've posted it on your website, you post the same post on your Google Local page. It doesn't hurt. It is duplicate content, but Google—if you do it like that—Google won't penalise you. Mm-hmm. So set all that up. You also need a physical address, folks. Uh, uh, a post office, post office, post office box won't do it. Um, Google won't have it. And then you've got to verify that you actually own the business. They're going to send a card to the physical address that you put in, and that card will have a five-digit number, and you've got to put that digit in and verify that you own it. This is really important, folks. Bin do a similar thing, and I would do that as well. Can't hurt. Just make sure that it's all the same content. How does that sound, Bill?
0: Sounds fine. If you're watching on our site, I've been playing around with the, um, with the local guide, some information and snapping it for the YouTube version. That's very good, Jonathan. We're at seven or eight minutes.
1: About another minute, we'll uh, take a break. So let's quickly talk about Google Search Console that was originally called Google Google Webmaster Tools and um this is a Pacific fin if you own a WordPress website um Yoast if you're using the Yoast SEO plugin and a lot of people do it's not activated automatically you do have to go into Yoast and activate it they they will um they will set up a yo um uh, a sitemap xml um, file for you it's not it 's not a, um, a sceneable site map that 's a totally different thing it 's a, a site map that helps Google index your website use utilizing their bolts um, so um, it sets that up I personally um, Yoast uses um, a slightly unusual way of it, of producing that site map um, I personally. Don't activate it. I use a, uh, a third party plugin. Um, one thing I want to point out, you don't want the two running at the same time. You don't want to activate that part of Yoast and then use a third party plugin. That will really confuse things. The other thing I want to point out, folks, in general settings, there's a setting that tells Google and the leading search engines not to index your WordPress website. I've done it and everybody has done it. I've left that on a client's website by mistake. And um, when it's live, ready to go, you've got to have a checklist and that needs to be on the checklist to actually uh, deactivate that. So it will allow Google to search your website. It's just a little tip there, folks. Do do that because loads of people can forget that. So Basically, uh, then you need to go to Google Search Console and set up an account. Um, hey, Johnson,
0: one thing is on WordPress, it's defaulted to search. So, unless you turn it off, don't worry about it. I mean, but you do need to find where that is and check it. But
1: yeah, so, and don't run out right now and get upset. But it do does check it. turn that off. Do check it because it's best when you're in development mode to have it switched off, switched on. So because you don't really uh, you might be mucking around with a permanent link structure and doing other things. And you don't really want Google to index it until you're ready. Uh, so when uh, is Google indexes once a day. That's part of the settings okay. in Yoast and the others. You can tell Google um, through a number of settings um, how often you want them to index it, Bill. So so the other thing is you got – it's very similar to Google Local. Um, you've got to tell um, Google um, that you actually own that domain. And I will tell you the process after our break, folks. So we're going for our break so, first. Sounds good, Jonathan. Want to turn your WordPress website into an online
0: speed machine?
1: When you set up your Google Search Console, you've got to then tell Google that you actually own the domain name. You can either go in and set up... um, It's not an A record, but you have to go into your C panel, and it's part of your DNS. You've got to set up... um, See next record that's not the easiest way to do it there's two ways that i normally do it you can download a physical file and then if you've got ftp access you upload it to the root of your directory mm. um that, that's one way another way it gives a meta tag with a unique id number and there's a there's a couple wordpress plugins if you do google console google webmaster tools um there's about half a dozen that come up. Um, there's one I can't remember, but um, you just need to read the reviews. And, and I normally you can drop them in Yoast too and just call it a day. Um, yeah. I don't think Yoast gives you the ability to put the Google code it, in actually. In
0: Webmaster Tools, they got uh, the Google Search Console checklist. That's what they have now. That's really? what I've done.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's oh. got generally your your information, Webmaster Tools. You can get Al- Alexa, Bing. Google and y- Yang. Oh yeah, it will, it will link. It will link to your Google. But this is re- this ratifying that you actually are the owner of the domain. It doesn't do. Oh, it doesn't do the owner. So if you put it in the header, or the footer, it would probably find it though, right? No, there's a little plugin. There's a if you do a search under the WordPress depot street there's a number of little plugins that will look for the one that's been updated. Um, what should I
0: search? Plugin
1: with uh, verification? No, WordMaster Tools. Google Webmaster Tools. Um, So that's how I do it if I haven't got FTP access to the client's website. So I do that. So... And then, um, in the uh, web ma- the webmaster console, you click a green button and if you get a green tick, it's communicated with your website and it's identified that you're the owner of the domain name so that's that process and then you um, you go in and under one of the sub tabs, you select sitemap and it then um, under the domain name, backstroke, you can give it the address of where the sitemap.xml file is in in your direct in, on your website. It should be in the main route. That's where, while well, I say that, um, Yoast gives a slightly different address because it puts it into a subfolder. So be aware of that. You need to check that. So um, on
0: just, like this Google Analytics Webmaster Tools, you just plug that in, verify it, then
1: throw it out. It um it's the it's the uh rarefied Google West Webmaster tool, which is the fourth one. This one, that one, yeah. See um Bill's showing us a screenshot, folks, if you're listening to the podcast. And that's the one I normally use. The one is the fourth one on the uh right. That's the one I use. Rarefied Google Webmaster Tools. It's been going, um, last updated two years ago, but uh, it doesn't really matter because it hasn't changed much and it will. Mean, you throw it away though, right? When you're done, you just uninstall it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not going to use that, might as well get rid of it. Right. So it does one thing and does it well and it's simple. But, um, so you can do that. So that's got your site and then Google will index it and it will flag up any kind of um, 404 problems. You might have to do some 302 permanent redirects, that type of stuff. Um, it's a good little tool, Bill. Sounds good. So, um, how does, why does, so basically you're getting your site index, you're filled in all these directories, then um, basically the brutal fact, folks, is, especially when it comes to local search, is that you really do need to try and get something from these people that come into your website if you can. And it's normally their email address um, that you're trying to get if they're not actually going to buy a product. Why is this important, folks? Because um, the brutal fact is that almost 80% of the people that visit your website will never come back. Having it linked to special offers, some inducement that you're going to send them, um, a really great quarterly special offer, having a really good pop-up maybe when. That shows if they leave the home page, especially. if they're leaving the home page, having a pop-up that has a really great special offer might be a really good idea if you're a local business bill because then you might be able to get their email details, and then you might you, you then be able to continue that relationship and market to those people. Right. That's why having a good funnel and a good pop-up is probably almost as important for a local business, Bill, and needs to be thought about. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, Bill? Right. And we've got monstered up right now looking at it, which was, well, I think is
0: one of the best values out there.
1: It is, especially if you go for the yearly, um, try it out for a few months. Um, it's not the cheapest on the monthly. Try and buy the yearly, the pro version, I think offers the best value because they're, they're giving you about a 35 plus discount. And, but for a really small business, it might be, but there are some other cheaper which we we've discussed um last saturday there there are um there are some other that do reasonable pop-ups that are a bit cheaper and we'll probably put those alternatives in the show notes that will be on the wp tonic website folks so if you go to the website um and look at the notes, I'm gonna put some cheaper alternatives mm-hmm. to Optin Monster. But if you can afford Optin Monster, I agree with Bill. It's one of the better it's one of the more classier products. So that have I explained why even for a local business it's probably having a good especially if it's set up to show if the people are leaving the home page. Why but on the other hand, if you're getting a lot of people leaving your home page almost straight away folks it suggests two things either you're showing up in search for the wrong things and your web your webmaster console will give you a list of the words that google indexes your site the most it gives you how it sees if that list is really very different to what you want googled you probably got some problems with the content and the way the site is set up and that's probably one of the reasons why people are bouncing off because they're expecting to see something which they're not seeing bill the second reason folks is that um, probably the copy the core message of your home page isn't that enticing so you really if you do see a lot of bounce bounce is classified of them spending less than three seconds on your web home page folks and not bothering to going to one of the internal pages. Um, another thing, folks, where it comes to local search is having a big phone number or having your contact numbers really very prominent on the home page. Basically, um, you get a lot of people search your website, especially if you're a local business, Bill, just to find your contact details. So having them really in your header or in your sidebar or somewhere and having them very, very large is a really good idea, Bill. That's right. Let's look at Karen's. So Bill's um, Bill's bringing up his beloved Karen's website. So that's just a tip. It's, it applies to almost all websites, but when it comes to local folks, having your it should be one of the biggest things on your local website: your phone number or that's your the contact. Point,
0: on this too, I've got her phone number up here, but I really should put her. Let's see if I got her in contact about. Yeah, he's looking at he's looking at his wife's website. It's down uh, here for a cell phone, but it really should be more. It, is,
1: it should be right in the head, uh, and I would have it where Chase is. I would have it underneath Chase. I could I, take. I, yeah, I can make I,
0: this Chase. This is actually the logo right here, so I could manipulate it
1: and have your phone number underneath it having a big phone number folks is really important when you're dealing with a local business and it's one of the things where um, local when you're designing a website or helping a customer where it's a little bit different than maybe a national website where but you know that depends on what they're selling you know if it's e-commerce or something they don't actually want people to ring them up too much they want to do it by email um, because it costs Um, but a local business is different. So how are we doing for time, Bill? We've got
0: one more minute here anything uh, else? Let me look at anything. We talked lead pages. Let's talk about lead pages for a second. That's another good one for page builder and landing page.
1: Yes. Um, basically, if you want to set um, another thing, um, if you're doing um, any kind of AdWords, Google AdWords or Facebook advertisement, um, you do not want the people to be sent to your home page. If you're paying money for paid advertisement, you want to set up a specific landing page for that advertisement. You, you can then tell how many people went to their website. And there is technology that will track the people and tell you how many times they came back. And also you can set up a specific landing page for that for that campaign, Bill. Um, a really much cheaper alternative then lead pages, specifically aimed for WordPress, folks, is Fry Themes. Um, we've had Shane, the CEO of Fry Themes, on the show a few months ago, and they provide a, a plug-in landing page system. You go to frythemes.com, have a look at it. I would highly recommend it, folks. That's a good value. That's right. Yeah, Fry Themes. So I think we're coming to the end of the show. Yeah. What do you reckon, Bill? Did I do a good job? Yep, we did a good job. Remember, Saturday morning at 8.30 Pacific,
0: we'll be going over three or four websites and we'll be doing it on the Blab, but we'll also connect it into uh, Google Plus Hangouts so you can see those reviews.
1: Yeah, so we're, what we're doing, folks, we're having our, our normal one of our co-hosts john and i'm going to be talking about local search in more detail we'll be taking your questions about local search live on the show and also we'll be doing some site reviews so if you found this episode interesting and you want to learn more about local search specifically ap- applied to your own site join us on blab at 8 30 a.m pacific standard time on saturday
0: Good way to finish. Just FYI, we have John Walsh watching over on Blab. Thank you, John. But he's also a helps local businesses promote themselves online using video marketing and social networks. We didn't really talk about that. The video marketing and social. Right. Med- it's another. It's Google Plus. Another way to get uh, the CEO off the Google Plus. Uh, YouTube. That
1: all sounds great, Bill. I've got to be off now, Bill. Okay, me too.
0: Buying or selling a home in the greater Reno, Tahoe area? I know the best CRS real estate broker. And that's Karen Conrad. And you can find her at karenconrad.com or call directly at 775-527-7021.